0: Drive Time on RT Radio 1 sponsored by Zurich. Protect your family's future with life cover from Zurich. Talk to a financial broker to find out more. Now to that very uh, key decision from government today. The eviction ban will not be extended beyond the end of March with the opposition warning of a cliff edge of evictions from the 1st of April. Housing Minister Dara O'Brien warned that preserving the eviction moratorium would damage the supply of rental properties in the long term. I spoke to him a little earlier from the Doyle studio and asked him why he decided to end the moratorium. I think to be fair to those working in, in the sector as well who I engage with a lot,
1: recognise the fact that this wasn't an easy decision. Uh, I think from a government perspective, it's the correct one, uh, even though it might be the not. Not the most popular one initially, but I believe for the medium term, it's, it's the better approach. We have seen, unfortunately, over the last five, six years, a significant amount of of uh, individual landlords leave uh, the market, thereby reducing supply. Eviction moratorium in is a short term measure. Uh, there's no cliff edge. And I do want to say that if I could, Cormac, to your mm-hmm. listeners. It runs until the 18th of June. But we have used that period to deliver more supply and that's what I said we would do uh, we've delivered in the last quarter of last year 5,000 new built social and, homes and we'll, we'll definitely Sorry,
0: get on to but that but Minister yeah, Sorry, okay. but just in, no, in terms okay. of understanding the rationale and the logic yes. behind the, the decision what are the factors that went into uh, leading you to conclude that the ban must go well firstly
1: you have to be minded by the legal advice and the legal advice is complex uh, any measure I bring forward I, I want to make sure it would be robust um, I did I- initiate the moratorium on a temporary basis to get through last winter um, it didn't work to be frank as uh we hoped it would. We did not see a significant reduction in homelessness as we would have done through COVID, for argument's sake, at the last uh, intervention that government made in relation to residential tenancies. We did see a stabilisation, having said that, and mm. that that indeed was welcome to provide space to deliver the additional accommodation that we'll talk about shortly. Well, was it in predominantly
0: the, media, the legal advice from the Attorney-General that led you to conclude that the ban had to go? It was a combination of things, to be very well, honest What are the you, other factors Well, then? the other factors
1: are is what consequences it would have on existing supply in the private rental sector, so i.e. would the measures we bring forward lead to more landlords leaving the market and mm-hmm. we have seen that happening. Uh, secondly how long would one run the um, uh, any extension um, and would that lead to further erosion of confidence within those who are in the sector already. Mm-hmm. But then secondly, you know, we, we're not seeing anyone else coming in. Now what I want is good safe and secure public homes for people and affordable homes which we're doing and we had a good year last year of just short of 30,000 new homes. We'll have delivered more new-build social homes last year than we've done since 1975 and cost rental homes and
0: affordable for and the I first time ever. And I we'll get to that. But, but I do want, since it's a, such a contentious decision yes. that you've made today, I do want to fully understand course, it and give you, give you the chance to explain it. In terms of the Attorney-General's advice, did the Attorney-General leave, uh, leave it open as an option to extend... Uh, the moratorium. I'm not, as I know you'll understand
1: I'm not at liberty to go through the exact nature of the advice. Suffice it to say that any decision we take is minded by the advice but also is looking at what evidence is there to back that advice. I do, but he that, that didn't advice. rule so it out as
0: such. Well
1: look I think the the, the main issue would be uh, relating to how robust a new law would be or an extension and would
0: it stand up to a challenge. Biggest but the concern, Labour leader Ivana Bacic it. in terms of the legality of uh, an extension the Labour leader Ivana Bacic uh, said that it would have been constitutional to extend. Have a listen to what she says mm-hmm. and I'll ask you to respond. It would be good to see what the Attorney-General's advice is. But if we, if we look at the Constitution, which is always being cited as the reason why the, why the ban uh, can't be extended for, for, for too long, the Constitution in Article 43 does protect private property, but it also recognises that governments can regulate the, ex, the, the, the right to hold private property in line with the exigencies of the common good and principles of social justice. The courts will take a proportionate look at what is what is a balanced way for government to approach the balance, the the, the protection mm-hmm. of private property. And she has legal expertise in this area. Why not, or did you not consider uh, extending the moratorium, protecting tenants, and defending any legal challenge from landlords? Was that a, an option considered, you considered?
1: I considered all options, uh, Cormac, and that's why, as part of the measures agreed today, I got approval for a purchase of a further fifteen hundred homes where tenants have been issued notices to quit that are on housing assistance but What payments. is the argument against and extending be, and defending
0: no, the in, in the courts the legal no, challenge?
1: I, I suppose the thing is as I said to go back to us. It, it's the obviously options are presented to us and the legality of them or not as the case may be mm-hmm. but what is the best thing to do in in the common good, uh, in the interest of of ensuring that we have a functioning rental sector, which the I think everyone will understand vulnerable to
0: homelessness now, uh, who may have been served with a notice to quit and would be on the cusp of being evicted, they would say, uh, please extend and and defend any legal challenge from landlords. I, underst- why I,
1: why not do that? I understand that, and I listened with interest to Threshold this morning on Morning Ireland, John Mar- Mark McCaffrey, and I thought he was very balanced in that approach, where where he basically said that there were there are no good um uh, it was it basically was it was it was the best of a number of worse options so what we've done and this is where the supply is really important because i've got approval now for an additional 1500 home purchases i'm bringing forward a scheme that will help tenants uh, private tenants that is to be able to buy homes uh, by using the first home scheme and thirdly as well to, to bring forward a cost rental model that's bespoke for people where a landlord is selling and someone can't afford to well, how many of those buy new protections announced today will be in
0: place by April?
1: Just let me finish on the last one because I, I think it's important people know this and particularly renters that where a renter who is above the social housing limits and who can't buy that home mm-hmm. that I will bring a scheme in, in, in place for a bespoke cost rental where effectively an approved housing body would buy that home when will they and be the in place? renter would rent that back. We have to work through some legislation on that in tend to have that in place as quickly as we can, but you got to look at this in the overall context. But they context. won't be in place by April or May, isn't that the case? Well, I would hope that the particularly the, the measures around uh, helping tenants buy homes um, where we've already been working on them. I think one of the measures I brought in last year, if I could say, the first home scheme, the equity scheme, lots of renters have used that to buy their own home, to buy new homes. We've had eleven. Really? Well, we've had 1,100 approvals in that scheme in a short seven, eight months. It's worked really well and many people railed against it. But it's a balance, Cormac, on, the de- on this decision as
0: to, as to what is right to do in the public interest in the medium term. Some of the new protection that you've announced today will not be in place uh, when the ban is lifted, leaving thousands of people vulnerable to homelessness.
1: Well, the measures that we have, there's no cliff edge in relation to the moratorium. The moratorium runs uh, and is phased out until the 18th of June. And that's how many people do have a notice to quit at the moment? Well, when we brought the, the eviction moratorium in, at that stage, there was about two thousand seven hundred notices to quit. Now, in every quarter, you will see it that the amount of notices to quit does not directly correlate or translate into into people accessing emergency accommodation. To give you an example on that, the DRHE's own report in January, uh, the largest reason for people entering into homelessness about twenty five percent of those was down to relationship breakdown. So there are many different
0: reasons why. S- so that why, figure why, why could have act- gone down a little bit uh, since October, but also happens, also the, the NTQ or notices to quit could have been building up since October as well, right up to, to the end of this month. Do you have uh, real-time data as to, to the amount of people who've been served up to now with notices to quit? No, I don't have it right up
1: to now, but I expect to have that very shortly. And there will be, there's no no question, there will be notices to quit that were served through the through the moratorium. But mm-hmm. I think that speaks to the very point, Cormac, that I made at the very start. That if we continue to extend the moratorium whilst it does afford additional protections, no question uh, of that, which still remain in place till the 18th of June,
0: what impact that has on
1: future supply. And you've made that only, point a number of times. N- do well, you have
0: actual data on the number of landlords leaving because yeah. of the moratorium?
1: No, but what I what I have is I, I know that over the last five years, 44,000 private tenancies uh, are, are basically gone. About you know about fourteen thousand. About fourteen thousand. Well, for and you're you're correct, Cormac. It can be for a number of reasons, Mm -hmm. and that's another decision the government made today, which I very much welcome, which was to give an absolute firm commitment uh, that measures in relation to. This, the rental sector for tenants and landlords: significant, meaningful further measures will be brought forward
0: in this budget. But the, and I think the area, the area number tax of people needs could to be have dealt a difficulty with this minister because mm. you have uh, you've told us you have no detail or data on the number of landlords leaving That's the market, data for uh, leaving for the going. market. A sense. But here's the question. Mm -hmm. You have no detail on the number of landlords leaving the market because of the moratorium. You have no detail for us up to date on the number of tenants vulnerable uh, to uh, an eviction. You're making this huge decision about people's security in the dark.
1: No I'm not actually with respect Cormac, we've actually seen the moratorium was brought in to protect people through a a, a, a very difficult winter where we've obviously had a pressure on emergency accommodation due to many uh, factors, the war in Ukraine, international
0: protection. Your own coalition colleague Nasa Horrigan from the Green Party asking the question on radio today, on RT Radio 1, where people where they will go if they find themselves homeless. Have a listen to this. I can guarantee you that next month I will be sitting in constituency clinics and there will be mammies coming into me saying I am being evicted through no fault of my own. This is no fault evictions and I am now going to have to move. My children are going to have to be removed from their school and go somewhere else and there are no more. There are no more hotel rooms in Dublin Central. There are no more B&Bs. I genuinely do not know where we are going to put people. Where will they go, Minister? Well, I think everyone will understand and NASA
1: absolutely understands this as well as the solution to this is supply. Uh, and we need more social homes, we need more private homes and we need more affordable homes and last year we delivered just
0: short of 30000 5000 ahead of target. Won't be fast enough so, for April with well, this fact. Well, so well, where will well, they go? Well, actually, a, a, a mother give, comes can, into can your clinic I in I April answer, uh, let me just and asks, where yeah. will I go, I've been evicted. What do you say to her? Well what we've done is we've used the period of time for the
1: moratorium and that's what I was trying to explain just earlier on and I'll be quick with this, to actually provide a space to provide additional accommodation. So a couple of things very quickly you <laughs> In that period since the moratorium started we've brought back 1,500 vacant social homes back into use. We've built 5,000 new social homes. I've got approval for a further 1,000 uh, homes to be leased specifically targeted at those who, who are homeless as well.
0: Uh, so there are a number of measures there and also all approval. All very good but with well, respect Minister the key well, question the opposition is raising is all of that is inadequate given the tsunami of homelessness being faced okay. by the state. So where will that mother and her child or father and well, their children child who have been evicted in April go, where will they go? If the the mother and child, and many I meet
1: many families in this situation, what I brought forward and this government brought forward is that if that family is in receipt of housing assistance payment, i.e. is on a social housing list, the local authority will buy the home. And I got approval today to purchase another 1,500. And if we do more
0: than that, we will get the funding first. That's only so happened if, twice in Dublin no, since that's No,
1: that's, that's actually, Cormac, that figure was thrown out today and it's wholly incorrect. That's about sales that are closed. So how many? Okay. How many? Actually, since since July of last year up to the end of December about 600 homes have been purchased through uh, through acquisitions of existing homes. We've provisioned for a further 1,500 now. Now for private tenants because they were the ones as well that I'm, that I'm also concerned about another measure was agreed today and what that means is people who are above the social housing limits that we provide assistance where they can to purchase that through the first home scheme or secondly if they can't afford to do so that we will, that we will get approved housing bodies to buy the home and rent that back on a cost rental basis and that's something that we've been working on. That's a very Is that ready to go. That's a very first significant of April. move forward. It, it won't be ready for you the 1st of April.
0: But There's a, a, a window of vulnerability here that you're leaving people uh, who will be evicted that you're leaving them into because that, that legislation won't be ready until the summer at the very least. Where will people go who are evicted in April and May? Well, Cormac, you can't look at it in isolation
1: either, because the measures in relation to the additional purchase of homes, the fifteen hundred, is in place now. Okay, so the most vulnerable of tenants that we find from the research and the data that we get are those on low or or medium incomes, and many of those are social housing tenants. They all of those notices to quit that are issued, where someone's a happer or a RAS tenant. And by the way, there's seventy-three. On there's seventy-three thousand tenancies under both of those schemes that are supported directly by the state we will purchase those homes okay but fundamentally this is this was not an easy decision but it was the correct decision in the medium term because I, f- I absolutely believe and I'm convinced that a further intervention uh, be that short term mm. would have a greater negative impact and those in the opposition if I okay. could say that when I looked at what alternatives they put forward is, was basically to say run the eviction ban for another six months. Now is anyone honestly saying or Sinn Féin honestly saying that they would end an eviction moratorium in okay. Christmas of this year? And that question needs to be asked of them. W-
0: Will you publish the AG advice?
1: No, we don't publish the
0: AG's advice. You That's did never so previously.
1: Done. That's no, no, a, a, a report. On the, on the attorney, and, on, yeah, and that was not the attorney. So General's will you explain? Advice.
0: Get the attorney general to explain the rationale Come behind it, this. The, the decision was
1: taken in the round by cabinet, okay. and it was the correct decision in the interest, in the in the medium term interest, in the best public interest. It would be much okay. easier potentially to take a populist position on this. Okay, I have uh, a responsibility. I've two really quick before you I have responsibility.
0: As a government minister, and this government has a responsibility to do the right thing. And finally, uh, yes. then you said in your press conference that homelessness could well increase as a result of this uh, lifting of the ban. Uh, if, if it increases uh, by, uh, in a big way, could you reintroduce the ban on evictions? I want to be very clear on this, it,
1: and I've been very honest with people. Uh, potentially this decision may lead to an increase in homelessness in the short term. But it is the right thing for us to do as we're ramping up, su- up supply. As I'm talking to you today, there are 37,000 houses under construction, homes and apartments under construction in this country, way above what has been done in decades. And the state is building nearly half of them or supporting the build of half of them. So I want more people to be able to own their own homes. I want more uh, social homes. And, and we're delivering we
0: that. Ban if it backfires.
1: I, I don't see a situation where that would happen, Cormac, to be very honest with you. Because I think for those who are being honest, honest on this as well. We've seen a rental market that for a number of years has been broken effectively. And we, we don't want to, and I don't want to damage that for tenants and, land, and individual landlords alike that makes the situation worse. I believe that we will make further strides this year in additional delivery of homes, social and affordable and private. And we will look after and do our level best to look after anyone who finds themselves in a situation where they're homeless to exit them into
0: permanent, secure housing. And that's my absolute number one priority. Housing Minister Dara O'Brien of Fianna Fáil, Guramil Mahoudith. Tough fall, Cormac.